One of the last few words of Jesus on the cross is, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. These words come directly from the fifth verse of Psalm 31. I suspect that what Jesus was doing as he died on the cross was to recite verses, if not entire psalms. His words, my God, why have you forsaken me, are taken directly from Psalm 22. During my 2006 trip to Israel, I've been there twice, I also went in 2002, one of the Jewish historians who led our trip said that he believed that as the pilgrims made their way to the temple, they would travel with friends and neighbors from their villages and would recite the Psalms verse by verse, step by step. Some of the Psalms are labeled Psalms of Ascent or Ascents. The ancient temple in Jerusalem is at a high point, is, is an ascent. Its steps are big and seem to stretch the entire width of the path leading to the entrance of the temple. We were told that as pilgrims would climb the steps, that entire groups from the distant villages would ascend the steps together and recite the scriptures in unison. I've often wondered if the death ritual for Jesus on the cross included these same scriptures from the Psalms. Think for a moment about what it means to commit my spirit to the Lord. To commit one's spirit is an internal commitment. Some people make a commitment with their mouths, but their actions do not follow through. The outer commitment is only as good as the inner commitment. Psalm 31 is a psalm of praise of God for the deliverance from enemies. An enemy is an adversary. I cannot think of any person I personally would describe as an adversary or enemy. In war, combatants are enemies. I imagine there might be a situation in the workplace where co-workers are pitted against one another as adversaries but I am sure that the employer would rather that they see each other as members of the same team. To be honest, I do know some individuals who have told me that they have bad relations with their neighbors, where the neighbor will pour garbage in their backyard and then call the building safety and engineering department to see if they could get a ticket on them. So in a sense, I guess that is an adversary, but I don't personally at this point in my life think of anybody as an adversary. I'm not sure at what point in the life of David this psalm was written, but its words are powerful and true. Psalm 31, prayer and praise for deliverance from enemies. To the leader, a psalm of David. In you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Do not let me ever be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily, be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful one. You hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will exalt and rejoice in your steadfast love because you have seen my affliction. You have taken heed of my adversities and have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. 
Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye waste away from grief, my soul and body also. For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my misery and my bones waste away. I am the scorn of all my adversaries, a horror to my neighbors, an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have passed out of mind like one who is dead. I've become like a broken vessel. For I hear the whispering of many, terror all around, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Do not let me be put to shame, O Lord, for I call on you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go dumbfounded to Sheol. Let the lying lips be stilled that speak insolently against the righteous with pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness that you have laid up for those who fear you and accomplished for those who take refuge in you. In the sight of everyone, in the shelter of your presence, you hide them from human plots. You hold them safe under your shelter from contentious tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was beset as a city under siege. I had said in my alarm, I am driven far from your sight, but you heard my supplications when I cried out to you for help. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts haughtily. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Let us pray. Into your hands, Lord, I commit my spirit. In you I trust. In you I hope. In you I give my heart. In you I will try to love my neighbor as I love myself. Lead me. Guide me. Direct my path because I have put my heart in the palm of your hands. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope it has been a blessing to you. Reading from Psalm 31 and all the other Psalms is a blessing to me. I've made a commitment to read a Psalm a day until I get finished with the 150th Psalm. Today we read Psalm 31. Tomorrow I will be reading Psalm 32. I hope you will tune in. Again, I'm so grateful uh, that you've taken the time to listen. Uh, if you are ever in the Detroit area, I invite you to stop by my church and see me. Uh, it is the Plymouth United Church of Christ, which is located at 600 East Warren Avenue, right on the corner of St. Antoine. Worship is on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 a.m. And we also have a Wednesday noon worship service at 12 noon. Uh, again, thanks so much for listening. God bless. God keep you. And may the Lord make his face to shine upon you this day and every day of life. God bless.